2: What is going on everybody, my name is Connor Lawler, welcome to a week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes For Hire podcast, we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead, Sean, how is it going? Excited
1: Connor. big week for movies this week, mm, uh, yeah. b- b- big happenings in Hollywood, we're about yeah. to talk all about them. Uh this show catalogues the most important movie news of the week.
2: <laughs> He's taking the piss out of me because I've <laughs> got to be honest with your listeners. I'm going to be honest. I let you all down. I've let Sean down. I've let everyone listening down. We said we were going to do our Shang-Chi review this week, our spoiler-filled review. And unfortunately, I was unable to clear up my schedule enough to go see it before this recording. He had
1: too and many so Hollywood parties to get to. I had
2: to... Too many parties. I'm a busy man, Sean. I've got things to do. Okay? He's closing deals across the country. <laughs> I'm still poor somehow. <laughs> but, um, so I was unable to go see it. And so then I was like, Sean, would you be nice and we could do it next week? And he was kind enough to stop beating me and then say, yes. fine, we can do it next week. But... Don't fucking be sure you see it. And then he did, Actually, like, a knuckle sandwich kind of thing. If you text me next Saturday,
1: just like, oh, Sean, you're not going to believe
2: it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: then I'll do a review so, on my own.
2: <laughs> so we are unable to review Shang-Chi this week, but we will have our spoiler-filled review next week. Um, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. But, Sean, it's pretty big happenings in the movie world this week. And oh, We're starting with, oh boys, um, I don't want to say the biggest trailer ever. Now, Spider-Man a few weeks ago broke the record, okay? Broke the Avengers. some would say. It beat Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, blah, blah, blah. But this movie, we've been waiting for, for many years. Personally, I feel like this is the movie of the podcast. And that is... (laughs) Moonfall, sean we've had the yes. trailer for roland emmerich's next disaster epic
1: and my god does it deliver on everything it promises to be <laughs> now it's only a teaser it's just to get us give us a taste of what the moon falling into the earth would be like it
2: is the best <laughs> <laughs> it's the best 90 seconds of cinema you will see this week including shang chi
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh big claims from a man who hasn't seen it <laughs> I'm going in hard. No, okay. Can I just say something about and I feel like
2: Also, if you haven't seen it, pause this now. It's only 90 seconds. Go yeah. watch it and then come back because we have thoughts and this movie is crazy. <laughs> Go on.
1: It's ridiculous. Just one thing and it made me like just think about who I am as a person is that the start of this trailer is JFK being like, "Oh, and people are like, why why the moon?" And I say, you might as well ask, why would you climb the highest mountain? And yeah. I'm like, that's a valid question as well. Once just, again, you've nailed it. I'm just, maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I have no, I have no drive. But I don't want to climb the highest mountain. Because here's, because you get up and it's like class. And then you have to come down again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they don't have a train. You, you can't get a no. bus back down. If you go to Everest, you're coming back down to Hardware. And that's yeah. even worse. You do that little run. And your, your knees start buckling underneath you. That's it. That, and look,
1: that's why I've uh, started my new business. Uh, Hang gliders off Everest, it's called.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever bought anything, <laughs> they've never made it.
1: I've made them myself from things i found on the way up the mountain
2: can i just ask do you sell them up there or do you sell them prior to them having so giving them another bag to carry up everest
1: (laughs) oh no it's at the foot of the mountain i give you a hang glider that you have to look after there's also it's it's a thousand euro of a deposit as well interesting
2: you you have to bring bring
1: it back back. you have to bring it back you have to bring it back but the return is at the top of the mountain weirdly enough so you have to choose
2: and you're still you're somehow up there when they
1: arrive (laughs) Yeah, I'm like a video game character. I just warp up. They're like,
2: then... how? I hang glided up. Up, I did. You probably don't know how that works. I'm an expert.
1: You ever seen Marilyn Monroe above the subway? It's that principle, but me with a hang glider.
2: And a Hoover. <laughs> What's the Hoover doing? Just blowing the hang glider up. Hoover's so blow. They do. Yeah, yeah, some of them do, I'm sure. They, they make a vacuum to clean. I disagree, Sean. I don't clean the house. So... Aww. <laughs> never have, <laughs> has never will. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm making deals. So, Sean, Moonfall, we've had this yeah. teaser trailer. I'm genuinely so excited to talk about this movie with you because I know for a fact that you think this is ridiculous and dumb. And I normally... Yeah hate disaster movies. They're all bad, except for Independence Day, which is also kind of not great, but it's kind of cool in the mm. 90s. <laughs> it has a bit of a
1: pass, I think, because it's yeah. kind of iconic.
2: Yeah, it's nostalgia. But most of them are all just like, Jez, the world's in shite. What are we going to do? Ah, nothing. <laughs> it be
1: grand. We'll end up on a big boat outside of Madagascar, according to 2012, <laughs> starring yeah. John Cusack.
2: So, Sean... Moodfall. we've had the yeah. teaser trailer what stood out to you here it stars Halle Berry it's got the guy from Game of Thrones I can't Samuel remember his Samuel Tarly <laughs> Samuel Tarly from Game of Thrones John Bradley I think is his name yes. um, it's got Charlie Michael Plummer Pena. in it Donald Sutherland's in it Michael Pena <laughs> it's got a pr- Patrick Wilson it's a pretty good cast.
1: I was quite pleased to see Donald Sutherland, as I genuinely thought that he had died. So like, oh, <laughs> Donald's still about class.
2: That's good. Um, yeah. What this did you is... think of the big star of the show? And he creeps up on you. You don't really yeah. see him the first time around. Is the, s- the moon. The
1: big moon. <laughs> the moon. My gosh. Look, I will say, the effects, even for like an early trailer, <laughs> effects look pretty good. In terms yeah. of a moon crashing to Earth.
2: Oh, I by d- the way, sorry. The plot of this movie is that the... <laughs> go, no, <laughs> do it. Okay, here we go. So we have the moon and we have the Earth. And Roland Emmerich came up with the idea that what if the moon fell out of orbit? Now, that is the words that are written here as this plot summary. <laughs> the moon fell <laughs> out of orbit. I don't know if the, the moon can fall, but it, did, it It fell out of orbit it fell
1: out of orbit it's a it, it, gravity uh, like the, the host of questions that's raised by the moon falling out it's ridiculous but how my issue is how do you fight this because <laughs> the, the only way that anything can end happily and that life can return as normal is if you put the moon back
2: yeah yeah that's the, plot.
1: the but, it, but it, oh, the moon, but there's there's bits of the moon breaking off, it, tides are fucked on, on, on land, or, yeah. well, the sea, I guess, but it affects the land.
2: Isn't it, like, uh, a thing that if the moon moved, like, an inch, we'd all be dead? Something so, like
1: that, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I think moving the moon the whole way to Earth, like, travelling that distance, that might, might cause a bit of a flood.
1: I wager, you can take this movie... And the latest Fast and Furious and cut them together and it would be a, it would make sense.
2: <laughs> it would. Have you seen the latest Fast and Furious?
1: No, I've not seen any of oh, them it's good. except for half of Tokyo Drift.
2: No, have you not seen seven?
1: You gave me 7 on DVD. I've still I have watched
2: watch it, you bastard.
1: <laughs> but I did watch X-Men: The Last Stand, which you also gave. Two me.
2: great birthday presents if you ask me.
1: <laughs> the um also um I just I'm reading through the comments on this trailer and some of them are amazing. So the one man says this is like every Emmerich film ever mashed ever made mashed into a single script it's going to be terrible and yet I'll watch it on day one
2: <laughs> yeah because here's the thing when you go to like 2012 independence the aliens come all this shit you gotta keep one up on yourself so what's even bigger than aliens the moon <laughs>
1: sure, then it's the sun next is what
2: I'd <laughs> yeah, the right? sun is obviously the sequel I can only assume yes the. Also, also.
1: Writer takes a hit of a spray paint can. What if the villain was the moon? Think about it, man. The fucking moon.
2: How do we fight the moon, man? We can't! With a ragtag. T- is it a ragtag team? Like. Yeah, so Halle Berry is going to lead her own. This is the plot. So Halle Berry. The moon's coming yeah. No, the moon's come, which I think my favorite part of the teaser trailer is when the moon pops out slow, <laughs> like it sneaks up on us.
1: <laughs> the moon is like Michael Myers, like you look around and it's just there. <laughs>
2: do you think there's gonna be a scene where like someone turns and the moon isn't there and then they turn back around and the moon is just there what the fuck how'd you get there there's
1: gonna be a scene like someone's in like the bathroom and the mirror is ajar and then they push the mirror and then the moon is behind them
2: (laughs) or like the moon is trying to do like the 360 head thing but it's like you're the moon Like it has no difference I'm not scared of this
1: but it takes place over the course of like a month because that's how yeah. long it takes the yeah. moon to swim Good stuff.
2: So um, Halle Berry is going to lead a team of a ragtag team that's going to save the planet. Yes. So the moon's coming to Earth, it's sneaking up on us, it's here. And, well, I don't know if it can sneak. But then Halle Berry's like, I got a team and somehow we're going to save Earth. But apparently, the moon has some moon tricks up its moon sleeve Sean. Yeah, the moon can fight back, it turns out. There's like
1: alien worm things. Let's address yeah. that. Why? How? Go. So, it's, all, the, the, it, 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 mm, it's a movie about the moon falling out of orbit and hitting the Earth. But also there's aliens, I believe.
2: Oh yeah, well it, the way they wrote it in the summary is that a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit, which I mean, definitely aliens or some sort of weird. T- what could knock at the moon? <laughs> no, <laughs> something like toward the moon. I just like, I,
1: I okay. What if, what if big rocket hit moon? No.
2: Oh, big what rocket like, hit moon like like a snooker
1: yeah. cue. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I'm getting at. But also, like, at that point, why not just fly that thing into the Earth? (laughs) If it's big enough to move the moon, it will end all life on Earth.
2: So, I'm still reading the summary, by the way, and I think you need to hear this whole thing. So, um, suddenly, without warning, a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it. With mere weeks before the impact, and against all odds, a ragtag team launches an impossible last-ditch mission into space, leaving behind everyone they love, and risking everything, to land on the lunar surface, unlock its secrets, and save our planet. (laughs) What? Unlock its secrets. What do you know?
1: (laughs) It like it's some kind of cave of wonders hidden in the moon and a national like national treasure tree, Connor. Oh yeah. Something to do with space,
2: perhaps? Huh? I I mean Treasure in the Moon? (laughs) Treasure I wouldn't put it past national treasure, but the idea that the the plan is that they're going to fly to the moon that's coming to Earth, land on it, and then profit. But my question is
1: And this is a bold question to ask. Would this movie be more interesting if it was just the moon falling out of orbit? No unseen force, no secrets of the
2: moon. Ah, but first they must battle an unknown and unfathomable power that will challenge everything as we know it about the moon, the universe, and ourselves, Sean.
1: But, oh, but... But imagine watching people come to terms with the moon falling down.
2: (laughs) You wouldn't have to. They'd all be dead. If the moon moved at all, we're dead.
1: We need the moon a lot, it turns out. Uh, like
2: There wouldn't be a situation where the moon would start falling and you would say, well, we have a few weeks to figure this out before it gets here.
1: How quickly can you ragtag together a crew for a space shuttle?
2: You'd want to ragtag them in about sixty-four seconds, and then after that, you probably have another seventy seconds before death.
1: There, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of like videos from Variety and Vanity Fair being like, "Real scientist breaks down Roland Emmerich's Moonfall," and it's it's just going to be like a man with a PhD or a woman with a PhD having a stroke on camera for forty-five minutes.
2: Oh. Here we go. I'm just reading Roland's interview. It's not extraterrestrial shot. Oh, it's the twist. So if you like my movie, wait. Let me guess. Go up.
1: Either werewolves or ghosts. <laughs> Moon-based werewolves.
2: Well, I mean, I assumed, Sean. I'm That's not going to a... assume earth-based ghosts and werewolves, obviously. They turn up and there's more ghosts. I have more questions than answers. Why are there ghosts on the moon? What,
1: from all the, like... Yeah, because that, that... Who that died up a there?
2: They've unfinished business
1: on the moon. <laughs>
2: They turn up and a lot of furniture is all planted on top of each other. Oh fuck, lads, <laughs> this um, haunted.
1: A lot of cupboards, like there's just a kitchen <laughs> set up, like like an IKEA showroom on yeah. the room uh, on the moon, and then all the cupboards open at
2: once, but there's no sound because it's space, and it's it's called a show moon, and a, and then the question is like, what the astronauts is like? Who him? Who put that sign up? Who's been here? This is very weird. What's going on? (laughs) This seems set up. This seems like a gag.
1: Set up for jokes. Set up for jokes and laughs. Sorry, I interrupted
2: you. Roland says it's not extraterrestrial. If you like my movies, you'll like this movie because it's the same. It's very much like 2012 (laughs) and Independence Day. It's a mix of the two, but without an extraterrestrial element. There is a big twist at some point, but I don't want to give that away now. I had a very clear idea about the tone I wanted on this film. Right. So it's
1: definitely ghosts.
2: Also, he says there's comic relief in it. (laughs) He says, if you look at the original Star Wars or all the Marvel movies, you have to have a laugh as well, which I think is slightly different because, I mean it's a fantastical world where Tor exists and so I'd like fancy our chances whereas here we just have a ragtag group trying to stop the moon
1: yeah like it, it, if this movie is set in like 2022 for example like we know the technology of our time and we know we couldn't survive the moon falling out of orbit mm. so there's no hope watching that
2: well, even more, he says that he has. Um, he sees this movie as having franchise potential, Sean. Which the director of the film would say that. But has there ever been a worse idea than making a franchise out of a movie that involves the moon crashing into art?
1: How do you follow up to that? Like, does the moon like come back? Is the moon no, the, room, the moon, the moon the is moon a friend rex. in the next
2: one? Yeah, the moon the moon isn't the enemy, but then he's an anti-hero antihero the next one and the sun yeah. comes along and the moon's like, Fuck it, this is my battle. <laughs> I gotta jump in, guys
1: And then he like heroically the moon heroically sacrifices himself to save the earth from the sun by yeah. killing the sun and then And himself. And and, and himself and himself. But then mm-hmm. and then here's what you do, here's what you make it really fun, is that you have yeah. eight minutes of credits and then everyone on Earth freezes to death. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they just like there's the big heroic moment where everyone in NASA's like, "Yay!" Yeah. <laughs> and we have the credits, and then it cuts back and everyone's just ice. <laughs> like the yeah. whole place is just done.
1: <laughs> it's ice and darkness and like, but then you need you need a big twist at the end. So like, a fist comes up from the ground, but it's the Mars. Moon mars it's mars mars
2: Mars turns up mars turns up
1: (laughs) i love it i love it we're seeing this movie right i I mean i'll see it a week before you obviously but (laughs)
2: i'm a busy man shop we can't all have no plans so um yeah i think we need to see this movie and do a review on it but i hate these movies but sometimes an idea is so terrible that it deserves to be watched just so we can maybe Roland needs the money I mean he's working hard that's it I think we learn from this
1: you know Mm. look at the very worst it gives us an idea of what to do if the moon falls out of orbit (laughs) we'll have a frame of reference for that (laughs)
2: now all the people that don't see it when the moon starts falling you are going to be shitting yourself looking for that VHS tape where the fuck did I put it quick put it in I want to see what happens rewind we already know don't worry fellow citizens I know what to do
1: and then just relay the plot and be like now if we can get that in place we'll be sorted
2: now does anyone have any some comic relief because I think this is needed now like in Star Wars or Marvel what yes the moon oh we're dead all right all
1: right oh, nice knowing you be nice knowing you all folks
2: <laughs> roland keep doing what you're doing keep being you we want i want to know everything you. about this let's bring <laughs> another trailer out next week i want to see more um we're going to move on sean because i think we could talk about that movie all all day that that excites yeah. me to no end um, that's true
1: that's true but i think there is other there is other news that we need to a get
2: movie to. i'm not so excited about Spider-Man: No Way Home, Sean. Um, Interesting. Now, a lot of people like it. A lot of people are thinking that looks cool. I don't know who's going to be in it. It Looks cool. I think it looks cool. Yeah, and look, you're a nerd. You probably Mm -hmm. are wrong. But a big thing this week, and I wouldn't normally do this because this is uh, a star of the film giving away spoilers as the (gasps) news story. Oh, I think.
1: (coughs) I think this is so
2: funny. Because it's not even it's a gotcha question from the journalist first of all, which is a great, but it's so far past where he should have stopped <laughs> that it's funny. <laughs> Kevin Feige woke, I can only imagine Kevin Feige's tugged up in bed and he just like sits f- straight up like an arrow in the bed and is like something terrible has
1: happened <laughs> The uh, is this uh, are we talking about J.B. Smoove here
2: J.B. Smoove casually drops several major spoilers for No Way Home
1: <laughs> in like the space of two minutes
2: <laughs> two like it's a machine gun of terrible <laughs> stuff You know, look, it's great news
1: for us, the fans, but for... Also,
2: it's all news news we already knew, but it's funny because...
1: Like, it's all but confirmed at this point.
2: Yeah, and why it's funny is because we already kind of knew this, so, like, he's not releasing anything that we didn't kind of already think about, or that's obviously happening, but it's funny that... They've everybody else has been like shut tight. They haven't let Tom Holland do anything because they're like, no. you will spoil this. You are
1: and, the worst for this one, and Alfred Molina. You too,
2: <laughs> Alfred's not great either. But I like the idea. Kevin Feige's like JB. you I mean, I can trust you. He's a pretty cool guy, so we'll, we'll I, let him off. Let him have a chat.
1: Like J, like Tom Holland famously wasn't given a full script for Infinity War and Endgame because he couldn't be trusted.
2: JB was given his script. JB just knows
1: everything, it turns out.
2: <laughs> and, um, so, JB's he's, move. He's confirmed some major, long-rumoured cameos in the film. <laughs> just, I wonder who. <laughs> so, um, it's all the people we expect. So, the actor who appeared throughout the MCU Spider-Man franchise was asked during a red carpet event, Who he was most excited to see Tom Holland share the screen with in Spider-Man No Way Home? Tobin Maguire or Andrew Garfield? Now, that is a gotcha question if I've ever heard it. That is a loaded question. It's an absolute loaded question. And I'm not a big fan of journalists being dickheads and like trying to get them on the red camera. Like, give me a one scoop. I'm going to load this question up. But it is funny that everyone else in that cast would go, you got to wait till the movie. You know, because Kevin yeah. will fucking kill my family if I reveal <laughs> anything,
1: or or just like look, I think I think either of those guys would be great on yeah. screen with Tom Holland if you know, if they were in it.
2: Yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> and without hesitation, which is my favorite <laughs> thing, he replied. Tobin Maguire, <laughs> I love Tobin <laughs> Maguire, man. <laughs>
1: oh no, Jv, Jv, you've gone so wrong.
2: <clears throat> so that's so that's that then. I mean. It all seems far too easy. It's all done. He, I mean, he's yeah. revealed a bit of a plot, but look, what can you do? I mean, it happens. Um, but, I mean, he not just confirmed Tom McGuire with that answer, but also Andrew Garfield,
1: <laughs> which is good. <laughs> true, um, true.
2: So, he no doubt was already, Kevin Feige was already lining up the sniper shot. Like, he had the sniper ready to go from the building across the way. Um, Smooth then also confirms, immediately after what Manny had already suspected, revealing that Jamie Foxx will also be in the movie as an Electro. Oh, <laughs> <And> no. But- <laughs> without prompting, he said, Jamie Foxx is coming back, baby. Come on. What's up, Jamie? That's my dude right there. I'm very excited about it.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, look, to be fair, Jamie Foxx put up an Instagram back yeah. like a year ago, basically saying he was back. So that one as well it's not on jb fully i don't think it's just now, the freedom this, with which he gives the information is funny
2: <laughs> despite constant denials and pushbacks it has been hotly rumored that of course mcguire and garfield will be in the film but nobody in the cast other than maybe alfred Molina, but even he only confirmed himself he didn't yes. confirm anybody else and so everybody's been under wraps as i said Tom Holland locked in a basement somewhere. They do not let him out to do anything until maybe December.
1: Even then, even, even I would then, say January.
2: Yeah, I'd <laughs> like say after like a, it's out. a month after it's out. But <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, I'm really excited about Tom McGuire, and then just prompted and Jimmy Fox, man, <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> to see him. He's my guy.
1: And Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> And Dane Dehan.
2: Everybody's back. I was looking around going, who are all these people? They're not in my movies. They're in other movies.
1: And Emma Stone as Spider-Gwen. And <coughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of, of the Emma. And Aunt Mays.
2: Big fan of Emma. I think she deserved that Oscar a few years ago. She's real good.
1: Real good actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, do you think there's room for any surprises in this movie at this point?
2: Uh, not really Not really I, I know Charlie Cox Denied that he was In the trailer last week Or this week um, Yeah Someone was like "Are you? Is that you in the trailer And I think he was like Oh no I'm not That's not me But I mean that's I'm pretty sure what he say though Because <clears throat> that's what you're meant to say Sean <laughs> That's what you're meant to say
1: You're meant to deny You're meant to deny everything
2: <laughs> You're meant to like They're really good at like Just handing everything off like just let it slide off, and then afterwards you go, "Oh, wasn't that cool?" Yeah, but it's it's harder in this day and age because, like, well, shows like us or like anybody is just like constantly trying to get information.
1: This is true, but also it had been it's been delayed quite a bit. This movie, like, so there's been all this these additional months, if not a year, of speculation and like for cracks to form and rumors to leak out and things like that. So. I like, I I I think it's just if this movie had come out a year ago, I don't think we would have gotten as many leaks as we have.
2: Yeah, and and I think um, it's important to know that JB Smooth is a nice man, Kevin. Yes. if you're listening, JB seems cool. Yeah,
1: I, I look. We, we 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 would always recommend Mercy. Uh, Kevin, if I n- nook not meaning to tell you your place.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine like he's in the middle of doing like an affidavit for Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> and mm-hmm. someone comes in and tells some whispers into his ear. and He just like, takes off his glasses slowly. puts, ah, fuck's <laughs> sake. Okay, bring him in. <laughs> I need the, to sort him out.
1: The um, I I, I read during the week. I I don't, I can't remember which Marvel star it was, but. The, apparently when you get the role, when you're given a role in Marvel you get a call from a Kevin Feige's burner phone and he tells you and <laughs> someone then, I think I, I want to say it might have been Simu Liu but I'm not sure uh, I think it was yeah, he he. I think revealed something and he just got a text from an unknown number one day that said strike one <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> honestly this is I just like the idea that Kevin Feige just watch it like he reads everything and yeah. he has like he's hired three people that just scour the internet constantly to if any of his ties reveal anything he's going to kill them
1: what do you think that he'll like start seeding fake rumours in the future like what they did with Infinity War where you had Hulk in the trailer and stuff like that like that to an, like another level like, he'll just bring I, in random actors for no reason.
2: Yeah, I think I think he probably will start doing that. I think, I mean, with his level of reach, he can do whatever he wants. And at, at that Chris. stage, it's a case of, like, he can hire whoever they want for one day. Tom Cruise, he's in Marvel now. But he's... Yeah. Keanu Reeves, he's also in Marvel. Let's just not yeah. ask.
1: Can I just say as well, and look, being a Marvel fan and being... <laughs> You know, on the internet and in the, the these communities, like it's a fucking nightmare. Anytime Marvel does anything, because Marvel the other day wished Keanu Reeves a happy birthday. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "Oh, he's in Marvel. He's he's in the MCU." And I got like four hundred push notifications. From, from Screen Rant They're all from Screen Rant <laughs> <laughs>
2: they, they, they just keep ranting Stop ranting stop, about screens
1: Stop ranting Stop having the first two paragraphs of every article be useless <laughs> yeah. um,
2: that's, that's sort of the take to the bank, Screen Rant Sean has some yeah. thoughts about how you um, can improve
1: Look, put me as head of Screen Rant And I'll stop this ranting <laughs> You oh, just stopped a- the website
2: <laughs> <laughs> just stop it, Dave. I
1: was being like, lads, people get their news when they want, okay?
2: Just people are just, just go to Twitter, it. scroll, someone says scroll. something, says somebody else, just like, that's happened. We're that's just going to not even look it up.
1: No, not even get rid of Twitter. We don't need it. Oh, we'll, we'll figure okay. it out. We'll figure it out on our own.
2: Yeah, okay, hearsay. Need- hearsay and rumour. Yeah, that, that's it.
1: Didn't we get by for years on hearsay and rumour?
2: We did. we did. That's
1: what need- made Ireland great.
2: <laughs> Sean, I have hearsay and rumour to follow this up Fucking now yes this week um, a trailer dropped that we're not going to cover because I mean Jesus Christ we do not need to and that is the James Bond final trailer uh, for No Time To Die <laughs> that oh, this movie is still it, coming out it's still coming out
1: apparently but like here's the thing every No Time To Die trailer has preceded Ireland going into another lockdown <laughs> so I am real yeah. nervous <laughs> <laughs>
2: They can predict it. He hates the Emerald Isles, Daniel Craig. Um, but I, I like the idea that this movie... Also, there's a Twitter um, page that I see during the week that is just like, has No Time to Die come out yet? And every day just tweets, no. <laughs>
1: it's got four billion tweets.
2: <laughs> but what's going to happen after No Time to Die, Sean? Because, of course... This movie was meant to come out a year and a half ago. We were meant to have long since moved on. And the studio has meant to long since moved on. And that meant picking another James Bond. And so there's been lots of talk that recently they're like, we're not even going to enter into the rumor mill due to the fact that technically Daniel is still James Bond for another, I can only assume three years until this movie comes out.
1: That's it. That's it. It's going to have the longest theatrical run of any James Bond movie ever. Yeah. Uh, after we wait another three years.
2: So we've got two pretty big front runners currently already lined up. And I was just wondering how you felt because I know you're not big on James Bond. But no. the two big front runners are Bridgerton's Regine Page, which pretty good. Yes. And the second one, is a little known actor known as Henry Cavill from Man of Steel, apparently.
1: Right, interesting. Both of those would be excellent choices, I think. Um, very suave men. Very suave men. I think Henry Cavill was denied the role of Bond once because he was too big.
2: So he was denied the role before Daniel Craig, um, and the reason for that was, as you said, yeah, he was he was too big, muscle wise, but not fame wise. Um, but mm. since then, he's just the same size in terms of muscle, but also now a million times bigger. So they'll probably have to pay him like triple the pay- the price.
1: <laughs> that's Yeah, that's the thing. I'm a man. I don't know who I'd prefer.
2: Honestly. Um, would you go even someone younger? Or would you go one of them? Because I think you bring in Henry Cavill. I think he only has maybe two in him.
1: Maybe. Maybe that's... Her. He already has quite a few series, like, series is going at the minute. And also, like he... I
2: think, and this sounds weird, but I think Henry Cavill would find it very hard to hide in a room as a spy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you'd look at him, wouldn't you? <laughs>
2: I think, no matter who you were, he's six foot three and he's a bit like... Uh, someone said he's built like uh, one of those classic um, cigarette machines. <laughs> like he's a head on a <laughs> cigarette machine body. <laughs> like he's just—he's a gigantic man, and he doesn't look too bad in a suit. So I think if he walked in anywhere, it would be very hard for him to be undercover.
1: Yeah, yeah, and look, I think uh, Roger Jean Page would like—he's kind of fresher in terms of like he's just gotten the the big acclaim because of Bridgerton and stuff like that. Yeah, and he's in. What else is he in? Coming up, knives out too. it to um, Dungeons and Dragons, Philip as well. Dungeons and Dragons. That was it. That was it. Both equally uh, good safe. properties, for yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> but I think he'd be more, because cause to be fair, we've seen Henry Cavill as a spy in a couple of things at this point.
2: Man so, from Uncle, e- very Man good. Man from
1: Uncle, Mission Impossible, and. Where he could wind up his punches.
2: I mean, imagine, imagine a scene in the next James Bond where he <laughs> just pumps his arms, ready to go.
1: He activates <laughs> I, the arms. But I, I think they might go Roger Jean Page for the British Fame. Something like bring something new to Bond, like something that's because it's been very samey for a very long time. I feel.
2: Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, for a lot of years, Idris Elba was thrown around as well, but I think that ship yeah. has now sailed, sadly. I think he would have been really good. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think goes... I don't think Henry Cavill is the right choice. I think... I I mean, I'm sure he'd do an excellent job, but I just... Um, I think they should probably go a bit younger. And I don't yeah. know how old Henry Cavill is, like, 35? I, I was going <laughs>
1: to say, like, 38 or something like that. But, yeah, the thing is, like... I think he has enough ongoing stuff at the minute. Like he, he, I, he's probably back as Superman at some point. He's uh, in The Witcher. He has Highlander coming up, the Highlander reboot. So yeah, I feel like he doesn't need another fucking major franchise under his belt.
2: They've also um, apparently tried to get George McKay from 1917. Um, he's the youngest person they've atta- tried to get. He's 29. So I right. think. They're looking at him maybe to go a bit of a younger James Bond.
1: Don't want to be a, a, a fucking power move if you get Taron Edgerton in. <laughs>
2: That's pretty good. And he could sing.
1: <laughs> he could sing. He could be Rocketman <laughs> at the same time.
2: He, he could sing Elton John's songs all day, lad. I'm, yeah,
1: like... Maybe if I was a bigger Bond fan, I'd be more invested in this. Like Because bookies do take bets and stuff like that on who the next Bond is going to be. But I'm just like, look, whoever it is, I'll probably see a couple of the movies, but not all of them.
2: Unless it's someone we really like.
1: Yes, absolutely. Tycho
2: Attese. Tycho is the new James Bond.
1: <laughs> My God. What if they did that and they just... Said, "Fuck you to all the Bond fans." And
2: they and they let him write and direct it.
1: Oh God! No, not not nothing against him as a director or a writer, Academy Award winner Taika Waititi. He's uh, not bad. <laughs> He's not bad. He's not bad. The shoes. Really don't... The, shoe.
2: oh, the shoes. The shoes.
1: The shoes. <laughs> I really don't think his tone would fit James Bond very well.
2: <laughs> I think they need a the change up. Fuck it! It's been going too long. See me. Change it completely up, because you've already got the Daniel Craig route that he puts heads through sinks. Go far to the other end. Like,
1: I'd like to see Bond himself be different, though, and not just be the same womanizing piece of shit that he's been for <laughs> nigh on 80 years.
2: Yeah, okay, I can, I can see that. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and it involves critic reactions oh. that are split for a movie that is about to come out, that's a pretty big film. And that is. Dune. <laughs> I Dune. say it wrong every time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the most wrong you've ever gotten, I think.
2: <clears throat> uh, Rune. No, that's a different take. RuneScape. No. Rune-scape. First reactions. Um, so the Dune first reactions are split, apparently, Sean. Um, Interesting. Critics call it both brilliant and disappointing.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Those two things mean different things.
2: So a lot of critics are saying that it does a really, really great job of world building. Class. So it builds all, because there's a lot of things to introduce in that world. And yes. it is only part one, technically, but they have a greenlit part two. That's a whole thing.
1: But No, but yeah, this movie is like the first half of the first book.
2: Yeah, and so it's apparently five stars for world building. Excellent. Two and a half stars for storytelling, which I feel like I can see why they did that. Because, I mean, as we, every part one of every series is normally the setup.
1: Yeah, you have to establish a lot of things there. Um, okay, is, is there more written there? Because I do have some thoughts.
2: Oh, but, no, go on. I, I'm okay with your thoughts, if you want to go I now. think s-
1: storytelling is a really hard one. To critique when it is the first half of the first part of a book. I will say the first June book It's not fun at the first half of it because you're just inundated with all this stuff that you're trying to process.
2: It's like reading the Game of Thrones books as well. Like Or like anything. Like you watch Yeah. If you watch a pilot of Addie Show the first episode is always like, John, do you remember when you dated my sister for three years, 20 years ago?
1: Yes, <laughs> Just it's like- character motivation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
1: another thing is that a lot of the like things that go on in June are characters thinking to themselves. Mm. Like, But now that has to all be done like on screen, like expositing to people, basically.
2: So, <clears throat> to give you a sense of the length or the difference between some of the reviews, one we have um, from The Independent says that the movie absolutely fucking slaps, it's absolutely amazing, um, and then the other one says, unfortunately, that um, it's it's very hyper-polished, hard to touch, um, and it's an unending glossary of terms describing places, people's, religious traditions and political systems for the whole film. Oh, but that's, that they've literally
1: just described Dune, though.
2: <laughs> that's the book. <laughs> that's that's all it is.
1: Like, <laughs> now look, I get watching that for, I think it's a fairly long runtime as well, isn't it? It's like it's two and, an, and a half. Apparently three hours.
2: apparently three hours, yeah.
1: Like Yeah, I get how sitting through that for three hours could be a bit of a slog but i think and this is this is a really gatekeepy and shitty thing to say and i i am not 100% behind it but i do think fans of june will probably like that
2: mm, but i if, think yeah if going in expecting it now what might catch people and like obviously there's probably hundreds of views all different ways but i was just interested to see even the initial reaction to mm. something this big cuz as i said i'd heard it was three hours long it's technically a part 1 When you read all that on paper, if it was any other movie, you'd go, that's going to be a bad idea. Like, a three-hour part one to a two-parter seems like an awful idea. That's, yeah,
1: that's very true. I want to see if I can find, just to see if there's any comparison at all, initial reviews for The Lord of the Rings.
2: That's the first thing I thought of as well, was The Lord of the Rings trilogy. That, I mean... They're all three hours. If you want to do extended, you can go four. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) they have a problem as well. Not a problem, but, like, you have to introduce 20 characters and motivations and where everyone is. So that by the time you get to the end of the film, people have grown.
1: Yeah. And, okay, so Roger Ebert gave it three stars on his famous four-star system. Uh, And then other people are like yeah it, it's a good introduction kind of excited to see where it goes kind of a thing so initial reaction seems like it was more approachable the f- the fellowship of the ring okay but, whereas june seems to have gone hard on a fairly literal adaption which is just this is the world this is everything laid out this is all important um,
2: yeah, and, and I think the main thing—actually, um, the one thing they kept propping up in all the reviews was Jason Momoa apparently steals every scene that good, he's
1: in. Good, his that character is such a good character as Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho, yeah, uh, such a cool character. So good to know he's doing well in it.
2: Yeah, apparently he absolutely nails
1: it. Excellent, excellent. Anything on Timothy Chalamet? What?
2: Um, they said that he had some heartfelt performances.
1: Okay. Oh, bless you, Connor. God, you're <laughs> allergic to heartfelt performances. Oh, no. <laughs> I just want grit. If you want a moon <laughs> falling out of orbit.
2: That's all I want, Sean. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, there are some of the initial reviews. If you were interested, it's prob- it's coming out, I think... God, 3 weeks? 4 weeks? October Oh, sorry, October 22nd. So next month. Next, Two month months now. next month. Next month. Not too long to wait. I keep thinking it's August, but it's it's September now. That is fucking weird. See, it was August last week, you see. <laughs> oh, see, thanks very much. Yeah. No matter. <laughs> Actually, it kind of feels like March 2019 <laughs> a little bit to me. <laughs> 2020
1: <laughs> just just never ends. Just keeps going.
2: <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news Sean. and we have another We have another franchise in the works. Jungle Cruise. The sequel has been greenlit, Sean. Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blood, returning for Jungle Cruise 2. This time it's personal. Electric Boogaloo, Curse of the Black Pearl. Is every
1: live-action adaptation of a Disney ride just going to get a sequel now?
2: I think they've figured out the formula. I mean, the idea is you release one to... I mean, normally the first one is good. I heard Jungle Cruise is grand... Um, but normally the first one is quite good then you slowly choose one one character and make another five movies about them progressively making it worse and worse
1: yes yeah you're not too wrong there Um, (laughs) I I, I guess fine I'm glad that The Rock and Emily Blunt are still getting work Uh, I think they'd be alright I think they'll figure it out Yeah, 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 but like I I don't know how like I'm not any more interested in Jungle Cruise now that I've heard it's gotten a sequel, because um, I have no idea what that movie's about other than the fact that The Rock wears a little
2: hat and pilots a boat. <laughs> so I think the idea is that um, The Rock is he's a he's dead he's he's not alive at it and he's only stuck to the Amazon. That's the twist, and so oh. it's take of the plot of the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh that <laughs>
1: I'm on board I'm back on board
2: and, and they bring him back to life they bring him
1: back to life at the end of the movie
2: I think at the end I think he's like a, he's a ghost who's stuck to that river or the, that, that part of the Amazon right right and then at the end they bring him back because Emily Blood's like you deserve to live come on and, boy oh are you being serious or
1: are you taking the piss no that's the plot <laughs> really yeah. It's fucking wild
2: <laughs> it's, it's fired to the Caribbean again
1: it's, Oh man like Okay so in the second one then We need to introduce Bill Nye in some way
2: We need to introduce a big wheel How do we introduce a big wheel on a, no, on a piece of naturally. water It's the most See, it's
1: natural a, thing in the world But Connor. it's
2: a cruise You can't yeah. use the wheel on One the of those old timey fucking
1: Tom Sawyer <laughs> ships With the big paddle wheel on the side
2: <laughs> So you A thinking- steamboat yeah, and so the rock on top of the big wheel, like going backwards, whoa, whoa, right? Yeah. But then the enemy is there as well, trying to like stab him with like a sword.
1: Presumably, the enemy in this case would be death.
2: Um, no, he's no. Yeah, I suppose all enemies are dead shot when I mean, you really think about it. But um, I would say who's playing the enemy? Probably some I don't know actor who's good <laughs> and monologues.
1: And okay, so you could get. Roman Reigns, he's my, so, he's just my new very good choice for everything.
2: <laughs> You've never even seen him act.
1: No, I haven't. I think he was in a, I, no, he was in Fast and Furious recently. No, he did Hobbs saw, and Shaw. Yeah, that's a Fast and Furious fucking universe. Technically,
2: Connor. yeah, universe, not Philip I'm getting pretty Get furious right. and fast myself. Oh my god! Right. Uh, You're Michael pretty quick Lee on Jordan. those middle fingers.
1: <laughs> the um, look. I'm. I'm not mad that movies get sequels. Um, I. I'm I am just, mad that like, this
2: and Cruella are getting sequels, though.
1: Yeah, still a bit pissed off about Cruella, actually. Mm. Um, but I. I guess it's just they have all the stuff in place now. Like they have the jungle. They have like Dwayne and Emily. They have. They have all those dogs that they have yet to skin. So that's why Cruella Two is happening.
2: <laughs> so many dogs they haven't been skinned yet
1: <laughs> i mean look we we will wait and see what happens would it do you think it would be a disney plus only thing or would they do the full release
2: um <laughs> the first one made a bit of money but i think they'd want to put it out full release i don't think the rock does disney plus
1: No, i don't think maybe the rock, the rock 10 years ago might have done disney plus
2: yeah, Rock Not now rock is like, now. release it, we'll make 400 million, I'll take like 20% of that.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you for Jungle Cruise 3. <laughs> Ta-
2: talk is after. Um, so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And this news might excite you. And because mm-hmm. I, know, I know you like films. And I know oh. you like a certain film that involves zombies. I do. I do. It's on, like, like
1: 28 days later.
2: It's on a train. Snowpiercer? No! Different train zombie film! There's
1: no zombies in Snowpiercer, to be fair. Train zombie film. Train zombie film.
2: Train films. to Busan. Oh, yeah! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You should be kicked off the show for not knowing what movie I was referencing.
1: You should have given better descriptions, Connor.
2: No, oh, of course. On a train with zombies.
1: Name two key elements of Train to Busan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we know all that that movie came out sean and people liked it um but the problem was people liked it but it was in a foreign like a foreign language it wasn't in english and i'm not reading for a movie right i'm not having
1: right it. okay so what's the next logical solution
2: hollywood hollywood has thought of a sean so that movie, great critical acclaim, one of the greatest horror movies of all time, absolutely revered everywhere. Let's change it up. What if we did an American remake of Train to Busan? And I mean, that yeah. is happening now, Sean.
1: Okay, so, but this is like, did they? Did they did? I think they did, did. No, sorry, I'm thinking of. Battle Royale versus Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same thing, just very watered down, probably.
2: Uh, yeah, I suppose. Now, the director has gotten a lot of shit this week. The director <laughs> that they hired, um, but it's just a—it's a case of we had this movie and it was really good, but I can't read subtitles because I'm dumb. I can't read that quick. So give me the movie again, but hire a bunch of English and American people to do the bits.
1: Is this like... Um, this would be like remaking Parasite, though. Like, yeah. part of the oh, charm... Oh, that uh, Oh, I think Mark Ruffalo is casting that already. Because <laughs> uh, it's absolutely Mark Ruffalo would be in that. <laughs> absolutely. But the thing about it is, like... And I guess, fine, localised things. But a lot of what makes the original films great... Are the experiences and the like culture that it's made in? Mm. So, like, you can't just copy like a South Korean film over to American and you just just make it American because it it changes the story and it changes the impact of things.
2: Well, I mean, where's the train going?
1: Train to Ohio? No, <laughs> Washington. Are they
2: still on Busan? But I bet like. It'll be all the Korean people will get turned to zombies and our American heroes will survive?
1: Oh, if they did... What if they did? Okay, so it's like an American family on vacation in South Korea. exactly, And they save the day. That would be fucking horrendous and I want to see it.
2: <laughs> I think... But, like, not horrendous is in, wow, what a horror film. Like, horrendous is in, Jesus, that's a horror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the... I, I mean... They're, like... I'm trying to think of if there's any examples of, you know, really good adaptations of non-English language films that exist.
2: Um, Because
1: Let the Right One In is shit.
2: Did they remake The Raid? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Maybe they didn't. No. Although there's been, like, probably many copycats, but I don't think they actually just took the script and just remade it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, I don't know if there's precedence for any of these movies ever being good. But I just think, just if, like, just watch Train to Busan. I, I would rather watch it. Like, if I wanted it in English, I would watch a dubbed version of it.
2: Yeah, or, or like, just read. <laughs> it's fine. just learn to read. <laughs> oh,
1: my toddler can't watch Train to Busan. Oh no, yeah.
2: he loves <laughs> trains. Loves them. <laughs> For God's <laughs> sake.
1: He <laughs> just see the kid really likes Thomas the Tank Engine and they've gotten the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> just like, it's about trains.
2: They walked in to this old store and was like, do you have any movies about trains? And he's like, oh, we only have one <laughs> train to Busan. <laughs> What's that about? Um, it's just a tr- family going, it's a father and his daughter and they go to Busan on the train.
1: The, uh... F- thought of a really good remake of uh, a non-English language property Scarlett Johansson's Ghost in the Shell
2: of course. of course of course the best movie of all time
1: famed Asian actress Scarlett Johansson
2: yeah and and she nearly played wasn't there a joke that she was going to play a tree <laughs> she could play a
1: tree or something <laughs> like that yeah
2: um, the, um, look old I boy mean, old
1: boy's alright as a remake
2: I mean when we fine. have to look it up I feel like you you've ho- gone wrong. When we have to like look up, like, oh, what a good movie's a remix.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right there. I just thought, look, you know, I, I wanted some precedence. Maybe trying to Busan, you know, American edition, will be a better film.
2: But That's absolute sacrilege and not a hope that
1: happens. <laughs> no. No. Now, do I want to see a South Korean version of 28 Days Later? Absolutely.
2: <sighs> oh, that'd be better. That'd be that'd so, be much, so better. much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, and you love 28 Days Later. It's my favourite movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, we're finishing off this week, Sean, with just a small piece of news that I thought you might like, because the Venom rating came out this week. <gasps> oh, and please and- tell me it's... G. <laughs> so look, what's the one take these Venom movies? What do they need? They need because Venom in the comic books, he's very like he's a PG kind of guy.
1: Ah, he's, he's he's kind of a not. I would say PG thirty. No, mm. I would say he will eat a man's face. Like he's a violent, bloody mess of a character. Even more so is serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who is yeah. also in Venom. Let he's there the vin- be carnage
2: Yeah he's the villain So Now so the first he, one he, he, he would be Or
1: P- if not above Connor based on the things so That he's it, done So the
2: first one Was PG-30 Now hmm. How did that go?
1: Ah oh, it was kind of A middle of the road Film that felt like It should have come out In 2012 In my opinion
2: And since then We've had Deadpool Logan The Suicide Squad Lots of really great Joker <laughs> Lots of really great (laughs) (laughs) R-rated movies, Sean. Like, so many superhero movies that made a lot of money that are R-rated. So clearly, there's a market there if you want to tell that story and if your story is good. But what if we took Venom, a character who is notoriously R-rated, and made a PG-13 again? What if we did that?
1: Oh, double down. A combined total of PG-26. I don't like that. That like, but it's carnage, like. Yeah, carnage is in this. Yeah, he's notoriously a nice guy. No, he's not. It just means that none of nothing nodding, like, not, not to say every movie has to have blood and guts and gore, but it just it it's makes venom and carnage. It's venom and carnage. It should be like it's not even like even don't kill the human. Just let carnage bite venom's arm off, like. That's like, and then it's two aliens fighting each other. It'll be fine, but it's it's just going to be a really nothing movie where like any fight scenes is just going to be two people like sparring, essentially.
2: Yeah, and and I think it just cuts off a lot of story ideas, especially for Venom. And just in that world, if you're going to do a Venom movie, I think all rating just helps rather than hinders. Like you don't have to constantly be doing like really gruesome shit but I no. think as a character if you have one or two moments throughout the film where you go oh shit this guy's a bad dude or oh shit that's Venom that's actually Venom um, That's the thing,
1: but oh, they're leaning so hard into the anti-hero thing like he's more hero than anti-hero really
2: yeah and I just I don't understand that like they can look around and see all these movies make especially the Suicide Squad and stuff like that like all these movies are Making money, um, and people are liking them because they get to go all out, and it's not going to hinder your your audience by doing this. Now, of course, you'll get more people in to watch Venom when it's PG thirteen, but I think it it you're bringing more people in to hinder the story slightly.
1: Yeah, yeah, like you're 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 appealing to a broader like pool.
2: What but, are the Venom comics like?
1: Uh, pretty. Grim as you can imagine, like a lot yeah. of there's a lot of body horror stuff going on, which even in, on its own could warrant an R rating, because um, it's it's twist like it should be weird and it should be gross and messy, like and Venom varies depending on who's writing them. Sometimes he is more just like a friend of Spider-Man. At the minute, I think Ven- the Venom symbiote is an agent of Shield, like it's bonded <laughs> to Flash Thompson. No uh, way. Yeah, so Flash was paralyzed. And then the Venom symbiote lets him walk again. And they have this like mutual thing that like he's Agent Venom now, he's called. It's really cool. Um, That's pretty good. It's pretty class. <laughs> um, but Carnage is just always a twisted monster.
2: He's a serial killer. Like,
1: he's a serial killer. He'll cut a man in half. He will like string entrails around the place if needs be. Like, he, is absolute, he is pure evil. He's evil, basically. That's how he's... Set I think aside.
2: this is, but this is all designed for the Tom Holland the the Tom Holland Spider Man to come in here, surely. They're not like sticking to PG thirteen with Carnage and Venom unless they're thinking Spider Man's coming
1: in. I was thinking about this. I was talking about it with a friend of mine recently, and if Garfield were to show up in Far From Home and you kind of rebuild the trust in that character just send him back to Sony
2: and, and Sony that's have Sony, Sony
1: Peter Parker
2: him. oh shit that could be a whole other yeah um, like you could now say if he do wants that, to do it again
1: if he wants to do it again but I think he might give it another shot because if Spider-Man's in it then it's still Kevin I think Kevin Feige by the contract anytime there's a Spider-Man movie he has to produce it
2: yeah, but it's a Spider-Man movie maybe starring Tom Holland? We don't know.
1: Maybe. Look, I don't know. I just think it'd be cool. Because if they introduce the concept of the Spider-Verse in live action, then you can have two Spider-Men operating independently. That would be fine.
2: We thought it was going to go Miles Morales, because they would own that. But what if they went Andrew Garfield and brought him back? Or Tom McGuire.
1: Oh, my God. I don't think Tom. I know because we we've had Tom for Grace as Venom, and I feel that's oh, too yeah, much actually. of an adjustment for him to make. Yeah, no,
2: that that's okay. Yeah, no. Andrew Garfield comes in. He then stars in his own movie that's oddly Sony based. They make all of the money. Then they say Tom Holland, fuck off. We now have Spider Man. Then Andrew Garfield's like, I'm out too. I'm very old. <laughs> I don't want to do this movie anymore.
1: And he it along, and Morbius fits in somehow as well.
2: Ah, Jared's just around. Jared's there.
1: He's just standing around doing nothing. Michael Keaton is also in that universe.
2: Yeah, because there's a sinister six going on, Sean. Yeah, maybe. Let, all I'm let's, saying. Let's refer back to JB's move. What did you say? Uh, there's yeah, there's a sinister six. <laughs> yeah, Tons. guys, lads,
1: everything you said, everything you said is true. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Sean, that is it for this week's movie Mondays. We will be back next week with our Shang Chi review. Cause hell yeah, I'll have a few extra days. Now, unless I forget, I might forget. Give me a text.
1: Okay, I'll text you the morning we're due to record, <laughs> and you'll Thank figure you. it out then.
2: Thank you uh, very much.
1: But would would you like me to take us out, Connor?
2: Yes, please. Thank
1: you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another Movie Mondays. Big thanks to all our patrons over on Patreon. Help keep the show going, help support us every month. And they also get uh, movie review shows as a little bit of a reward. Speaking of Andrew Garfield, we recently actually talked about his first Spider-Man movie, Amazing Spider-Man, and it was a movie. So... Listen to that if you want to hear our thoughts. But big shout outs go to please get vaccinated. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Zatanna. Those lads are all new patrons. Uh, it turns out, and <laughs> we got we got Batman on board.
2: We got Batman on board. Oh shit, he's notoriously grumpy.
1: <laughs> big thanks also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball. Joe, King Shark, and then Seven Do's. King yeah. Shark, and then Seven Do's. Then King Shark, Seven Do's. King Shark, Bernie. Uh, Roisin, Shrodoshin, Halley, who it was Roisin's hen party the weekend, it turns out. I'm going on uh, the Stag Do next week. So that'll be fun. You got and invited? I got invited. Turns out I'm cool oh. now, Connor. Oh,
2: that's <laughs> interesting.
1: Well, when that's you watch Shang-Chi in time, <laughs> you get afforded certain, <laughs> certain benefits. Damn
2: it, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go. I gotta go watch Shang Chi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the reason. But no, I hope you had a great time, Roshin. Thanks also to Ryan. Wright time, Evanson. Sean. Heroes don't do that. Jameson. Dominic. Josiah. Florida. Gal Green. Anna. Go Ducks. Roos Little Dicky. This one time at Bandcamp. McGrew. Yeah. Uh, hope that sentence continues over the weeks. Uh, thanks also to Danny McLaughlin Ray, I wonder if the next one will be Spider-Man Home and Away Luke Hoff, and I can't believe Wanda did this, thanks everyone for the support, really do appreciate it head on over there if you want to hear our reviews you can also follow us on all the social medias, they're all linked below, but the best way you can ever help the show is by telling one human being that we exist
2: just a one please
1: and I think that's about it Connor.
2: I think so, so I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Leighan